Everybody, here we go again. It's the A to Z show. Finally. Wow. What is up? I am Andrew, America's sweetheart, back in your good graces. <laughs> I am a uh, failed comedian, Zach Melcher, back on my own two feet again, so that's good. Well, you know, for now. Yeah, until, you know, I have nine or ten more beers and we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Exactly. <laughs> Which could be by the end of this podcast. We got a long one here. Oh, for Make sure. Make up for lost time. Yeah, we, we've got some stuff to come in. Everybody strap in. This might be a fairly long podcast here, just yeah. so you guys know be forewarned so how you been buddy you been doing good i'm doing all right yeah had to you know keep myself busy did a little rearranging of the podcast studio here for you yeah we had a nice uh was like a two-week hiatus there Yeah, two and a half Uh yeah because the week before then i was just i was just really hung over and i just i don't think i could have sat in front of a microphone for an hour without throwing up i mean that's like every other day for you right yeah but this was a heavy one okay it was a i i broke my rule that i usually have which is no hard liquors on the weekdays because it always just it never ends well for me if i drink like a bunch of like whiskey diets or like vodka waters or something like that which are two of the gayest drinks i think you you can order that was yeah Yeah, a little concern for you now yeah it's it's, it's, it's what i like man i don't Mm -hmm. know Normal Coca-Cola has too much sugar in it. it just oh, I know, yeah. Fucks with my hangover. I don't like it. But then, uh, I guess, I mean, we might as well just get into it and talk about what happened last week okay. uh, when we were going to record. I was, um, for all of our friends, I apologize. I didn't tell anybody about this, so uh, <laughs> just know that I am safe and there's nothing to worry about. I'm totally fine. I was in the hospital uh, Wednesday into Thursday. Well, that's fine. I work at a hospital, so. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, um. I had a undiagnosed seizure disorder. Oh, neat. So, yeah, so that was uh, something we didn't know about. And um, it happened, like, at lunch at work. I was sitting outside, like, you know, just had, like, I'd eaten my lunch. I was reading a book on my phone or something like that. And I, like, started feeling, like, kind of, like, fucked up, like, weird and shit. Like, my mind was racing real bad and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. It's so, like, I was just trying to walk to my car to go sit down and, like, get away from everybody and take a break. All right. And I made it, like halfway across the sidewalk and then i was just fucking out like i don't remember anything i just went black damn and then, um like the next thing i know apparently this was only like about a minute or two that i was out the next thing i know like i'm like laying on the ground and we've got like three guys who are like you know safety people there at my work are standing over me and they're like checking on me and shit like they've already called the ambulance the ambulance is on its way and stuff like that and they're all like are you okay are you okay i'm like i think so i have no idea what the fuck just happened and um so the EMT guys got there, and what really sucked is I bit my tongue, which, like, hurts like a motherfucker. Like, I couldn't talk barely for, like, three days. Oh, shit. And um, so, like, EMT guys get there and everything, and, uh, you know, they, like, check my blood sugar and, like, all this other stuff, check all of my stuff, and I'm like, I'm healthy. Like, they can't see anything wrong with me, and they're like, do you want to go to the hospital? And usually I'd say no, but I have health insurance now, and I'm also kind of curious as to what the fuck is wrong with me so i'm like yeah we might as well go to the hospital like let's go ahead and do that worth a shot yeah yeah so they like you know they they put me in the ambulance they take me to uh the hospital i'm like in the er forever called emma let her know she was at work so she left work early and met me at the hospital and then she texted you i think when she got to the hospital to let you know i was like probably let varvel know we're most likely not going to be recording today yeah like even if i get out of the hospital my tongue is swollen up like twice the size right now, so I'm not gonna be able to fucking talk, and it's just not it's it's not gonna work. So uh, they actually they kept me overnight. I got out of there finally like Thursday afternoonish, like around two or three, and uh, I mean they did a shit ton of tests on me. I'm totally healthy. There's nothing wrong with me. It's just uh, 
as the neurologist put it, it's a very mild case, which, fuck, man, I don't want to know what a serious case is. No shit. Yeah, that sucked. Uh, it's a mild case of a form of... Epilepsy. Yeah, yeah. epilepsy. Thank you. I, I wanted to say schizophrenia, which... I mean... Maybe. Mm, that's a little harder to diagnose <laughs> yeah, in one day. So. You never know. But, uh, so yeah, it's like a mild form of uh, epilepsy that I have that's not brought on by, like, stress factors. Like, I can, I can still go to raves, thank God, and I can still play video games. But, uh, so yeah, we don't know what caused it. They had me on, like, this anti-seizure medication. I take two pills a day, and I'm supposed to be all set. I mean, I've been fine since it happened. Like, I was in the hospital, you know, for two days, and then, uh... Was able to go back to work Monday. Just kind of hung out most of the weekend. So sorry for everybody that knows me that I didn't like let you guys know <laughs> that I was in the hospital. To be honest with you, I just didn't want to let anybody know I was in the hospital. So I didn't want anybody to like come to the hospital and see me and shit like that. It was just such a pain in the ass. I think you knew because I had to tell you why I was canceling the podcast. So you didn't think I was giving you just like some bullshit excuse again. Yeah, two weeks in a row. Yeah. Because had I not told you I was in the hospital that day, if I'd have just shown up today and been like, yeah, I was in the hospital Wednesday and Thursday, you'd be like, you can go fuck yourself. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I need proof. And then Emma told uh, our friend Alex, because she was supposed to play D&D that day, and she didn't have her laptop with her while we were at the ER. So, yeah, that was my week last week. So it's been uh, it was a pretty wild fucking weekend. You know, shoot. Yeah. But I'm totally good now. Nothing to worry about. I'm going to live forever. It'll be cool. I also found out that I have, as the doctor put it, I have fantastic kidneys and a liver. Like, my liver and my kidneys are fucking great. Oh, fantastic. I thought you were just going to say, and a liver. Like, yeah, I have yeah, one. I also like, just happen to have mm-hmm, a liver. Yeah. But yeah, like the, the guy's like, he goes, you have the best kidney and liver, like, readouts I've ever seen. I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, you want me to double check that, doc? I drink a lot, man. <laughs> you flush them out so much. That's You know what? That's what I thought it was, too. Yeah. I, I always made that joke. I have, like, the Arnold Schwarzenegger of livers. Oh, yeah. Because it's just always working, man. And it always goes right through you. Yeah. Like, you piss, like, 80 times a night. That is true. That's probably why I piss so much. Yeah. My fucking kidneys are They're like, we don't want this. Get done. the fuck out of here. Good. Next. What's up? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's what it was. So, yeah, we had a You're fun, biologically, uh, like, bred to drink. We already knew that. I mean, we've seen my family. So yeah, for a sharp moment there, we almost thought that this was just going to be the A podcast. Uh, I'd fill in with somebody. That's fair. Yeah. You, you don't know anybody else. Nobody wants to listen though. to me talk for an hour straight. <laughs> Come on now. You don't know anybody else named Zach. Though, you'd have to Who would I agree head. with? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I do. Yeah. So I, That is true. Yeah. Well, I mean, you also have topics. Well, that's true. I do the a podcast, little bit of research. The podcast by yourself would just be like, so did you hear about the new Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie? Yeah. Okay, did you hear about the... <laughs> you just go to the next one every time. <laughs> you know what? Second thought, get the fuck out. I like this idea. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm in. Mm-hmm. That'll be... Oh, that's what we'll start doing. It'll be the A or Z show, and one of us will do an episode yeah. every week. I like it. <laughs> we'll just go back and forth. Due to scheduling difficulties. <laughs> Due to scheduling This will just be the A show today. <laughs> the only difference will be that the A show will be about an hour 15, like nice and clean. And the Z show will be four and a half hours. Yeah. So of coughs and <laughs> coughs and clearing your throat and, and putting your drink on the table. And... I, I need to get a fucking cough button. That would be perfect for me. Ah, uh, so yeah, that was how my weekend went. Nice. How have you been, buddy? I've been doing really good. Yeah, catching up on a lot of work. I've been trying to clean out the basement a bit here. So yeah, no, you can get the whole studio all like rearranged. We got room back here. I know. Getting almost even more professional now. I can move my legs now, which uh. is a. Uh, See, I didn't really think you had legs since you're so short, but 
knows. Then, yeah, I was like, oh, wow, he actually does, so <laughs> yeah. I guess I should try to accommodate him. Yeah, now I can kind of, like, move a little bit, because I usually like to cross my legs anyway, so this oh, nice. really? yeah, mm. makes me feel... Keep uh, the intruders out. Yes, that's why. Mm-hmm. No, it's because my balls smell terrible. Oh. I like to air them out. No, but, yeah, doing some good rearranging. I'm going to try to get a few more bookshelves down here soon and rearrange that stuff and... Excellent. Get uh, my Blu-rays finally out and organized instead of just in a pile next to my computer, basically, <laughs> that they've been in the last two and a half years, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had a shelf at one point, whenever I originally had my projector on a giant bookshelf, on the mm-hmm. top shelf, but then that thing started getting, like, really rickety. Oh, really? And I was like, if this thing falls over, like, I'm going to, like, at least lose probably a couple DVDs because they're going to crack, and this right. projector is, like, a, it's not anymore, but when I bought it, it was, like, a $1,500 projector, oh, so... Shit. I was like, I don't really want to just let it crash to the ground, so I ended up buying a ceiling mount and then getting rid of that bookshelf. Okay, right on. But then I didn't have anything to put my Blu-rays on, so it'd be nice to get those rearranged again and like, some stuff up. I stopped collecting movies right around, the, like, the Blu-ray time for some reason. Like, because I used to always buy DVDs. Like, all, I mean, I have a fairly decent-sized DVD collection at my house. Yeah, because I've been over but, a few uh, times. But, like, I just kind of stopped right around, like, the Blu-ray time just because, like, I think I just got so into online, like, streaming things that I kind of didn't care about owning things anymore. Gotcha. I need to get back into it. I'm going to start buying some shit more often now. Yeah. I don't know. Just even older movies. That's a lot of what I've been buying lately on Blu-ray. Like, you know, when they mm-hmm. are able to restore those and it's just, they look so beautiful now. That Especially old black and white movies. Oh, okay. Black and white movies on Blu-ray are just fantastic. Like, it just pops so well. Right on. It's really cool. I feel like the last movie I bought was, like, Django Unchained. That might have been the last movie that I bought. Yeah, it's been a few years then. It was a Blu-ray. Okay. So, I mean, I did buy that. That was back when I was at my uh, uh, apartment. So, like, I was watching a lot of DVDs then because I didn't have a Netflix hookup for my TV. So, what could you do? Right. But, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, that's basically all I've been doing. Playing some video games and cleaning every once in a while. and Been reading some, too. Yeah? Catching up on some books, yeah. What you playing right now? Um, actually, I'm in an achievement competition right now. Ooh. There's a site called uh, trueachievements.com. Uh-huh. And basically, their overall theory is like, so, like, the achievements towards the end of a game that people don't really unlock very often mm-hmm. should get more points. It factors in the amount of people on xbox.com that have unlocked the achievement and then, like, bumps your score uh, accordingly, basically, for really? each game. And then it does like a bunch of strategy guides and stuff like that for different games and uh, just different achievement techniques on how to get things earlier and stuff like, like uh, that. Yeah. Achievement farming and shit mm-hmm. like that. Basically, yeah. Right on. So they do a contest every year called the Ultimate Head-to-Head Contest where they'll take you and they'll match you up with another gamer and they'll give you 20 achievements that are both based off of games that you own and have played and that you're both about the same amount of progress into. Mm-hmm. And then you have one week to try to get more achievements than the other person. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. You get one point for, for each achievement you can unlock that they've given you out <clears> of the 20. And then whoever wins at the end of the week gets a bonus five points. And right now we're in the group stage. So the first four weeks they go through and it's going to be a cutoff for the top 256. Is it actually, like, a, like a bracket kind yeah, of style? Yeah, the top like... 256 will move on into the oh, bracket. Okay. And then everybody else will kind of move into, they call it just for fun or something like that. So they'll still get lists, but they won't be able to compete for any of the prizes. Okay, cool. That's awesome, man. It's really cool, yeah. I've been enjoying it, but 
That is one thing. It gives you a lot of the old games, you know, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I've never beat that. I need to go back and beat that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, One I actually played the other day I really, like, ended up liking again. I was like, why did I put this game down was Rage. Did you ever play that? Oh, yeah, I loved Rage. That was great. It was a great game. I had, like, the really early achievements, like, get first place in a race or something like Mm -hmm. that. Because I guess there's, like, a side quest. Wasn't John Goodman a voice in that game at some point? I believe so. I think yeah. he voiced one of the characters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I loved Rage. That was a really good game. That yeah. that, that was the old like uh, 360 days. Mm-hmm. That was even before the Xbox One. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's one of the backwards compatible titles now, so I was able to right on. pull out my 360 disc and put it in the Xbox One and installed oh, yeah. the game for me. And yeah, that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. That's been a fun one. And then what else have I played this week? I got a uh, they remastered uh, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Excellent for Xbox One. Always so good games. I hadn't. I think I started each one and got like one achievement each. So it was like really early game. Like the Arkham you would never beat them on the on the 360. I did oh, the remastered versions. The remaster. Yeah, okay, I got you. I bought them in a sale. It was like ten bucks for both mm. of them. I was like, well, I'm not gonna pass that up. I'd love to play those again. No, yeah, I but will, I just I haven't had the time buy yet. Those games. Mm-hmm. They're so good. So yeah, the the Arkham City one was like saving Catwoman from the acid bath. I was oh, like, yeah, okay, that's like yeah. two minutes into the game. <laughs> I can get that in like a half a second. So I fired that up and got that. And um, what was this? Asylum one was really early. Oh, defeating Zaz. You know, that was really early in the game, too. So Mm -hmm. I was able to just get that one real quick also. Okay, right on. I love those fucking games, man. Those are so good. Oh, yeah. I remember I bought uh, Arkham Asylum, the first one. Like, I was there for the midnight release of that one. Nice. And uh, because it was just, it was a Batman game. I had to buy it. And then, like, fucking fell in love with that game. I think I played through that, I don't know, five times at this point. Nice. And then for Arkham... uh, City, the second one, like I had pre-ordered it already, which I know you're not supposed to pre-order games or whatever, but it had Batman on it, so I was going to buy it. And um, at that point, I was kind of over the whole midnight release, standing in line bullshit. I was just like, I've got it pre-ordered. They're going to hold it for me. I'll just, I'll wake up in the morning. I'll drive to GameStop. I'll pick it up. They already got it for me. I got nothing to worry about. So what I told myself I was going to do was I'll replay through Arkham Asylum beat that and then i'll go to bed when i wake up arkham asylum's already beat again it's fresh in my mind i go pick up arkham city and play it i beat arkham asylum in a day and it was 1 a.m at that point so i called gamestop and they were still open and like the line was getting low and i was like i'll be up there in 15 minutes and i just drove up there got arkham city and then just didn't sleep that night because i was off work the next day didn't have to go to school and then like played arkham city for six hours fell asleep for three woke up and kept playing arkham city I think I beat Arkham City the first time in, like, three days. I just, like, could not put it down. No kidding. I was so happy to have it, like, so excited. Because I was worried that we weren't going to get a sequel to it. Because I, like, I, I never kept up to date on reviews and stuff like that. So, as far as I knew, I was the only one who had played Arkham Asylum and liked it. So, I was like, I'm probably never going to sequel to that. And they're like, hey, there's a sequel to Arkham Asylum. I'm like, you're fucking right there is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, see, I was just the opposite with those. Because... I'd been burned before with superhero games. Like, they would just been kind of man. So I was like, ah, no, there's no way I'm going to do that. And then a couple of my friends at the movie theater at the time were like, oh, yeah, you should check it out. And then I started seeing good reviews online for it. And I was like, okay, I'll finally check this out. And then, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I'm, I think I beat the first one, Asylum, in like three, four days. It was like over a weekend and then like another day probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was a great game. I just... I don't remember beating Arkham Knight yet, though. I think I need to go back and play Arkham Knight again. Oh, yeah? I own it. I got it on my, on my PlayStation. But nowadays, I'm terrible about finishing games. I just don't have the... I don't know what you would call it. I don't have the wherewithal to finish games anymore <laughs> for some reason. The talent. Yeah. Let's be honest. Maybe. Yeah. That's, that might be what it is. It's, mm-hmm. it's more like I'll get really into a game, 
and then I always end up either going back to like The Witcher again, or I'll play like Destiny because I still like the uh, Destiny games. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always just something that I'll just go back to, or I just I'll be playing something and I'm like, I got to finish this game. And then there's a PlayStation sale, and there's a game from the PlayStation 2 era that I beat four times, but it's on sale for $5. So I buy that instead, and then I'll play that, because that's way more fun for me to play a game that I've already played eight times in my life. Why would I not play it again? Yeah, so. that's my biggest issue also. Like, I, I can't pass up a good sale. Like, if it's something that I even remotely think I'm going to play, and mm-hmm. it's down to like less than 10 bucks, I'll pick it up. Yeah. No, it doesn't I, even matter. And then, yeah, that's, there's so many good games coming out each and every week. It's just like, it's it comes terrible. so hard. Yeah. Like, I... I bought Spider-Man when it came out, which is fucking fantastic, by the way. Nice. It's it's up there with, like, the Arkham game. Like, it's, you feel like Spider-Man when you play it. And I am a sucker for, for a good Spider-Man game. Because he's one of the few Marvel heroes that I liked. I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man's the fucking... He's had some good games, too. He's one of the few he that has, have actually yeah. had decent games. I mean, Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 2, that was, like, for the before the Arkham games came out, that was, like, the holy grail of superhero games. You're like, this is fucking the greatest game ever, man. Hmm. And it, it does. It feels a lot like that. The uh, web swinging, all of that is really fucking like smooth. It just feels like realistic and fun. The combat is basically Arkham. I mean, that's what every superhero game is nowadays. That's yeah. what every yeah third even person, yeah like, I'm gonna say even every game, action game yeah, yeah. is pretty much Arkham now, which I'm not mad about. I think it's a great that it's a fucking beautiful combat system. So mm-hmm. why would you not keep copying that? Uh, so yeah, I've, I've been playing that. Haven't beat it yet. I feel like I'm fairly close. But, like, I, I bought that, I want to play that, but then, like, we've also got the brand new expansion for Destiny 2 came out, like, two days before Spider-Man came out. The new Tomb Raider just came out, mm-hmm. which that's supposed to be amazing from what I've heard. So it's like, fuck, man, I don't have enough time anymore. Like, I miss the days when all, all I had to do, like, I worked 15 hours a week and I went to school, and then I had 78 hours to just sit in my room and play video games. Right. <laughs> I don't have that anymore. And it irritates me. And once again, came out. You had like two and a half, three months before another game you wanted came mm-hmm. out. So it was like you could just focus all yeah, of your time. Yeah, they, they used game. to be spread out. Now there's like every other week there's a game coming out that looks good, and I'm like, mm. I gotta fucking buy that too. So yeah. fuck. I can date myself obviously, but I like back when I was a kid on the NES days, like I'd play a game like you know ten, fifteen times and keep going through and beating it again. Yeah, like, it was it was just all you yeah, had because there was exactly. only like one game a year anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you had to play something. And there's no save days back then. You no. just sit down and you play yeah, you right straight through a game. You yeah. had to beat the whole fucking Mega Man game right mm-hmm. then. Yeah. It was the only way to do it. Exactly. I love Mega Man. That was my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now you'll be out next week because you have to go to the dentist. I'm going to have to go to the dentist and mm-hmm. I'll probably have another seizure. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you in three weeks, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> The going back to the uh, achievements. Oh yeah, that was um, that was one thing that I still think that Xbox does better than PlayStation, like for sure. Yeah, well, you guys got trophies. Don't yeah, they you? have trophies, but it's just not the same, man. It just oh, it's doesn't. Not. It just it doesn't feel the same anyway to me. And okay. you know me, I used to have a fairly decent gamer score when yeah, I was on Xbox Yeah, you were 360. the closest one to me back in the day. <laughs> that was yeah. a, like one of the first things you ever said to me. Like one of the first few nights we were hanging out. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm like, you should play, like, Halo 3 with me or something. Like, that's how fucking long ago it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'll just send you my uh, uh, gamer tag. And you, like, pulled it up on your phone right there on the app, and you're like, that's a fucking pretty good gamer score, man. I'm like, yeah, I, I play a lot of games. Yeah. yeah, I think you were around, like, 70K probably at the time. Mm-hmm. I think when I finally stopped, I was close to 80-something K. Wow. I want to say I was close to that. But going back to that, like when you were talking about where like the the later achievements people don't always have, that is one thing that the PlayStation does with trophies 
is you have percentages of how many people have unlocked that. And, like, it'll give you, like, rare and ultra rare shit. Like, you can pull up on your trophies the ones that you've unlocked and see, like, the percentage of people who have played that game that have unlocked that, too. Oh, neat. So that's kind of fun. But other than that, I think Xbox wins. Sadly. Because mm-hmm. that was... used to be a pretty big deal on my gamer score. That, oh, yeah. that meant something to me. It was a big deal. Going back to the earlier topic, though, you didn't really have very many completions where you had every achievement for a game, mm-hmm. so... That follows in with your point of not really... I would have a lot of completions for games, but I wouldn't complete all the achievements for a game, usually. Because right, like, yeah. there, there would be ones that were like, do so-and-so like this many times, something like that. I'm like, no, fuck that. I got more games to fucking play. Get out of my face. I got more shit to beat. Like, my, my shit was all about, like... Because at the time, I was going to, like, uh, family video or something like that. Like, I was renting games. Because I would just beat them really quickly because I could just fly through a game and enjoy mm. that. So then, like... Rent a game, beat it, but I'm not going to go buy it again. Yeah, I've already beat it. Waste $60. So, yeah, so then I'm going to go rent another one instead. So, like, I never, like, I didn't finish a lot of all the achievements for a lot of games. I beat a lot of games, but I never, like, 100%ed them most of the time. <laughs> like, I think I did, I'm pretty sure I 100%ed Halo 3. And then I think I did it to Arkham Asylum as well. And that was, like, of the two games that I 100%ed, I think that was all I had. Maybe one of the Mass Effects also. I might have 100%ed the first Mass Effect. Only the first one, though. Okay. I know you played a lot of time, like a lot of playthroughs. Yeah, yeah. I loved them. I played through Mass Effect like six times. And what's hilarious is that, like, I've made... Those maybe... insanity playthroughs, though. I don't, oh, I don't know how anybody fuck. ever beats those. Oh, I know God. you're probably missing that achievement for sure. Oh, That's... yeah. I know I am on uh, Mass Effect 3 for sure. Yeah. Because that was, like, the hardest one. The insanity one for that, like... Because in the first one, you could power level really easily and sort of blow through it. Okay. And then the second one, if you imported your save, the Insanity ones were a little bit easier. But the third one, like, no matter what you did, you were just getting fucking dicked down by Reapers the whole time. Like, there's nothing you could do to win. <laughs> yeah. I miss Mass Effect. I wish they wouldn't have uh, fucking raped its corpse with Mass Effect Andromeda, which I do still play. But it oh, is really, yeah. not as good as fucking other Mass Effect games. Yeah. Like, not even close. I never heard anything good about it, so I haven't checked it out yet. I just... I also uh, haven't beat the third one still, so... Okay, you definitely gotta do that first. That's what I figured. That's ridiculous. How have you not beat the third one? I don't know. I think I got stuck at one point, and then when I tried to look up a guide, there wasn't one for that specific level or mission or something, Mm -hmm. and then I just stopped, so... You should just call me, brother. I'm the Mass Effect champion. Yeah. I know all about it. I even played the multiplayer in Mass Effect. Did you really? Yeah. And it wasn't even that good. Yeah. I still played it because it was Mass Effect. <laughs> I'm the fucking Commander Shepard. Don't get in my fucking way. I got oh. the Earth to... I got the whole universe to save, dog. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend, Tally. We got work to do. You and your Quarians. Tally is number one waifu, and I will fight anybody who says differently. She's the best. She's got, she's got the hips for days. She uses a shotgun better than anybody else. Uh, Smartest fucking mechanic in the universe. And that accent is adorable. I was just going to say, that was one of the turn-offs for me. What the fuck is wrong with you? She's got the robot voice. No, she has like that dope, like... like, Don't you just want to hear her say daddy? Because I did. No. (laughs) Seriously, she was the one with the the voice coder, right? Because she had the mask on the whole time. Yeah, because she has... Because of her... uh, she can't breathe the air or something, right? Well, no, the Quarians have a very low um, uh, immune system because they're used to living in space on the ships where the air is purified. So their immune system's, like, 
mm. suck. So they have to be in those self-containment suits. But. So she'd never be able to do anything with you. Wrong, because you sleep with her in the second one if you romance her. And because of that, her immune system gets used to your body, and then you don't make her sick anymore. So it's a beautiful little bit of, like, Destiny thing where she talks about it, where she's like, uh, apparently, like, Quarians, when they're dating, they, like, how they show, like, full intimacy is they, like, connect their suits to each other so that they, they get used to their own, like, antibodies, and, like, they even get sick with each other, like, the first time. And it's, like, supposed to be this, like, big show of intimacy and, yeah, like, togetherness. So yeah, it is. It's beautiful. And I don't like the way that you're being ironic about it because I think it is romantic and beautiful. She is willing to get sick because she loves you that much. Because she's the best. Tell me I'm wrong. You are. No, yeah, I'm not. Liara all the way. <sighs> Liara's good. Liara's like a close second. But Liara also cheats on you when she thinks you're dead. So That's fine. Tally doesn't. Think about that. Tally stays faithful. I got something for the powerful women. She's the fucking shadow broker, dude. That is true. Tally's fucking powerful, too. She's leading a whole goddamn fleet of Quarians, and she's going to war and shit, and then her and Legion work together, and they try to make peace. It's beautiful. How dare you? How dare you fucking laugh like that at Tally, my girlfriend? I'm going to start that game back up again just so I can kill her. Oh, you son of a bitch. I don't think you can kill her until... Hashtag Renegade. Well, you can make her kill herself in the third one. There we go. If you're a fucking heartless monster... Yeah, I'm Renegade all the way. So you don't care about your team? Well, if there's an achievement tied to it, because I did get the achievement for everybody surviving the suicide mission at the end of Mass Effect 2. Hell so. yeah. Made me restart Mass Effect 2 the first did time. Did it really? <laughs> Have I ever told you that story? I don't think so. Very first time I'm playing Mass Effect 2, uh-huh. um, I was getting really close to the end, and uh, I had like a couple side missions to do, but I'm like, I'll, I'll go ahead and beat the story, and then I'll do do the side missions afterwards. Mop up everything else. Yeah. yeah. I didn't do all of the ship upgrades yet, and so before like we even land into the uh, uh, the oh fuck, what were the bad guys' names? Not the harvesters, but something like that. Yeah, the collectors. That's collectors. what it was. Yeah, the collectors' base. Like before we even land in there, I didn't buy one of the ship upgrades, and Garrus died, like in the fly in to it. And Garrus is my best bro. Like he's the best bro in the whole universe. So that happened. I swear to God, I turned my Xbox off and restarted the game. I was like, nope, not having that. So That's I like 35 it. hours in. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. No, not going to lose my best bro. He was my you, Doug. I would have restarted the game if you had died. Would you? And had that ability. I mean, you can't argue with me on that. Garrus is like one of the best bros in the universe, man. Absolutely. He's a fucking man. I love Garrus. Even Renegade, I can't deny that. No. he's. I mean, he's kind of a Renegade. Yeah. He's a, he's definitely a renegade of aspect too. When he's Archangel and he's just fucking sniping dudes for like days and yeah. he finally that get That was up a really there. cool reveal, yeah. I love that. I remember I think I squeed. I think I was like, "Yay!" I don't know how you do that, man. Even on my renegade playthroughs, I can't like double cross my team. It's my team. That's my boys. I got to have loyalty to something. Yeah, see, I'm in for me. Why would you? Why would you? Whatever helps me more. Well, why, why do you even try to save the world then? Why don't you just join the fucking bad guys at that point? I mean, that's probably going to be the option I choose. Again. <laughs> I don't even know if they give you that option. I'm sure you'll try to find a way to get it. I will, yeah. You monster. What's wrong with you? 
I mean, I do. I'm too nice already <clears throat> in real life. I gotta, you know. Maybe that's what it is. I gotta do I'm, something else. Because I'm an asshole in in real life. Yeah. Like, and like I hate everybody. Yeah. But then I'm fucking play Mass Effect, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta be the shining example of light for the world, so that we can all live in peace. There might be something to this. Mm. I think we just cracked the code. Yeah. <laughs> Some psychologist is like. You know, I'm gonna be listening to these like 20 years from now. <laughs> There's some kind of sci- sci- psychologist who's like, "Oh, Zach has way bigger problems than that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you do it, man. There's a couple renegade options that I'll take, but for the most part, it's almost always Paragon. I kind of play it like a fast and loose. Like, if you're a bad person mm-hmm. or you double cross my team and put them in danger, I'll totally put you down, like without a second thought. I don't care, but I'm not gonna just be evil to be evil. That's boring. More exciting. Is that what you did in Knights of the Old Republic, too? You oh, yeah, Sith, for sure. Always. All the way, yeah. It's fair. I like the dark side story of Knights of the Old Republic 2 better. And the first Knights of the Old Republic, the light side story, is just kind of like a better story, though, in a way. Because otherwise it's just like, oh, you find out you're Revan and you go back and be evil again. It's like, okay, this is like, no one's grown as a character at this point. Yeah. Like, this is kind of whatever. <laughs> I've been building this the entire time mm-hmm. since the first mission. It is on the uh, Xbox Game Pass. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I have it on my phone. Damn. <laughs> it was $10 at the iPhone store. And I was like, yeah, I'll pay $10 to have one of my favorite games of all time constantly in my pocket. That's mm-hmm. perfect for me. I would, I would Power in the palm of your hand. Yeah, I was playing in the, uh, the hospital last week when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I played that, and then I re-signed into my Comixology app and read some of my comics. Oh, sick. Got back up on that. Yeah. I was reading uh, Nailbiter. Okay, yeah. My uh, old co-worker back in Belleville, he used to really like that. That's a good one. I don't know. It seems a little too violent for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. A little too violent for you? Yeah. Didn't you like, I mean, you like Sin City. No, I never read the comics. I just seen the movies. You liked Watchmen, didn't you? You read the comics. Huh? I have, yeah. I mean, that's fairly violent. Yeah, <clears> but <throat> it's also, like, it's really philosophical and stuff, too. Plus, it's Alan Moore. Like, I had to... Yeah, it's true. Alan Moore is awesome. And insane at the same yeah. time. I'm still reading through your Swamp Things, too, by the way. Yeah. That's been really good. Yeah. Like Thank it. you for letting me borrow those. Excellent. I'm glad you're liking it. Yeah. I'm going to have, uh, once you get done with them, I think I'm going to have Emma read it. All right, sweet. I think she's going to like it. Yeah, I could see that. Because it's literally, I think it's one of the best written love stories in comics. It's very romantic, yeah. Right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful. It Whenever really he, like, she, like, eats the... The tubers, yes, off yes, him. yes, and yeah. the hallucination, yeah, and they just have like a like yeah. beautiful like it's not even a full on sex scene. It's like a well, no, hallucination. it's like his his version of it though. Like, yeah, it's fucking great, and they like become one with each other and shit. Yeah. Well, that'll be a good lead into a topic if you want to start to get into those. Now that we're uh, thirty seven minutes in, <laughs> thirty seven minutes. Yeah, we, we might as well. That's All fine. Right. Let me pull it up here. This is gonna be kind of a long episode anyway. So, uh, do you remember the uh, the DC universe? That they're starting. I actually just started last week, where you subscribe to it and you get the uh, oh, comics the, and uh, you streaming get service. Titans and okay. yeah, yeah, Titans. That's what I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to. That's their first wait. show. But coming up later on uh, next year, they're going to be doing a Swamp Thing television show. Really? Yeah. Uh, so check this out. Live action or animated? Yeah, live action. Promises it will be hard R and use practical costumes. Okay, they're starting to win me over. Mm-hmm. It makes me very. Oh yeah. shit. Gary Doberman, mm-hmm. It and the Nun. Apparently, the Nun is amazing. By the mm-hmm. way, I haven't read that yet. Co-writer and executive producer on DC Universe's upcoming Swamp Thing live-action series revealed new t- details about it. We can expect from the latest version of a plant-loving super. Okay, it's not a plant-loving superhero. 
God damn it. This is going to make me pay for fucking DC Universe, and I'm not. And then you're going to love Titans whenever you start watching I'm going to fucking hate Titans. I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to hate it. Uh, let's see. We always set out to make Swamp Thing as hard R as we could and go graphic with the violence. Like that. With the adult themes and make it as scary as possible. Because we're doing it through the DC streaming service. They really pushed us, although they didn't have to push hard for us to go as extreme as we could. We took our inspiration from the Alan Moore run in Swamp Thing. Good choice. Mm-hmm. See, that's how that's the only good run in Swamp Thing. <laughs> uh, fans of that series will know it gets pretty weird and extremely scary. True. We really wanted to live up to that standard that Moore set back in the 80s. Fuck, man. Yeah, this is... See, he goes on to say that he's proud of the work the team over at... Fra- oh, Fractured FX have been doing on the prosthetic... Oh, I love that it's a prosthetic suit. That I know. makes me so fucking happy. Swamp Thing himself looks incredible, explained Doberman. It's going to look amazing and less of the man in a suit that you've seen in the movie and the other TV show. But there is a physical costume. I'm. That's such a good idea. Well, for the point of view of Abby Arcane. Okay. Have they, like, released any kind of um, uh, casting at all or anything like that? Not that I've seen, no. Okay. This was the first I had seen about it, but it sounds really promising. Yeah, that that might actually make me pay for this goddamn streaming service. At least for a month. You know, Fuck. Wait till the yeah, finale comes yeah, out and then just... just, like, just yeah. <laughs> wait for the whole season to come out and just burn through Swamp Thing really quick. Mm-hmm. God, that makes me happy, though, man. Hard R for one. Practical mm-hmm. suit, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just being bullshit fucking CGI. Yeah, based on the Moore run. Yeah, I mean, we all knew that was going to happen. I mean, there's no fucking way you're going to take any other run from fucking Swamp Thing. Yeah. Although, they're going to have to think of some way to do the origin a little bit. Because the Moore run does start, like, in the middle of a fucking arc, basically. Yeah. With, uh, what's his name? Abby's uh, dad. I forget fucking guy's name uh with him like getting in the giant fight with swamp thing and all that so mm-hmm. i'll have to figure out a way to do that i'm sure he can do it this guy's a pretty good writer right on though man See, that makes it's me... not all about making you mad i get to yeah, yeah, just enjoy actually, sometimes too i'm fairly excited for that yeah. that actually makes me uh, a little bit happy mm-hmm. that they're not gonna fully fuck up something and then let's go ahead and stick with the dc universe Ooh. I don't know if you saw this headline. I had not. Henry Cavill exits Superman role in DC Extended Universe. Well, yeah, it's because he's playing Geralt now. He's got a better character to play. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of it, uh, there's still some speculation from what I've seen, whether he was fired or quit. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, there you go. The DC Extended Universe lost its man of steel. According to Hollywood Reporter, the exit reportedly occurred when negotiations for a cameo in the upcoming Shazam movie broke down due to scheduling conflicts. His exit as Superman opened his schedule up to take the lead role in Netflix's upcoming television adaptation of The Witcher. Yeah. With Cavill leaving, Warner Brothers doesn't plan to make another Superman movie for several years. Instead, it will shift its focus onto the planned Supergirl movie. Good thinking. Superman is like James Bond, and after a certain run, you have to look at new actors. Alright, I mean, they've been fucking up the DC Universe right. for so long anyway. Exactly. Who gives a fuck? The report also suggests that Ben Affleck will likely also depart from his role as Batman, opening up the position for a <clears> new, <throat> probably younger actor in the standalone Batman movie from Matt Reeves. That's a bummer. I actually liked Affleck as Batman, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Those movies were terrible, but... I don't know, man. I just, I have no... uh attachment to any of these DC movies whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know about you, but like oh, no, no. none of them have been good to me. Mm-hmm. Like I really have not enjoyed 
And I've, also, I've given them all a try. I've seen yeah. Su- Suicide Squad. I've seen Justice League. It's I've like, heard Wonder Woman is good. I haven't watched it yet. I will admit that. Yeah, it's... I've heard compared overall, to the other ones, Wonder Woman is actually well, yeah, a fairly well done film. Me, it's like <laughs> amazing. But. It's like fucking The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> but I love this quote here. An anonymous source from DC says, "There's a recognition that some parts of the previous movies didn't work, like all of them, mm-hmm. like the lights in the studio, because <laughs> you can't see a goddamn thing that goes on in the yeah. fucking movies. Some of our franchises, in particular DC, we all think we can do better. I hope so. We can't do much worse." So. No, they've been fucking terrible. Yeah, on the slate right now for the DC is Aquaman coming out in December, which we've seen previews for already. Has uh, um, Jason Momoa still going to play Aquaman, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Emma won't burn down the house when I get home. That's good to hear. And we got Shazam and Wonder Woman coming next year. Okay. And then Cyborg and Green Lantern Corps in 2020. Green Lantern Core, you can do a lot of fun with that. You think if so? you do the full on, I mean, like if you do the full on Green Lantern Core, you're essentially making Guardians of the Galaxy at that point. Oh, really? It's I mean, a big team. Yeah, I mean, the, I know nothing about it. Okay, yeah, because like with the Green Lantern Core, you know, they're all on Oa or whatever, like the the main planet of the Green Lanterns, and there's, you know, something like three thousand different Green Green Lanterns. They all have their own part of the universe that they patrol. They're all they're essentially space cops, is what they are. Okay. They just have like the fucking the DC. So it's like Nova from Marvel. Basically. Yeah, exactly. It's very similar to that. So you can do something fun with a Green Lantern Corps. I really think you could do something similar to... I mean, granted, you would have to have fun with a film, which DC is uh, not a big fan of doing. Yeah. Because everything has to be sad and fucking depressing and dark. But you can do something like a Guardians of the Galaxy style with the Green Lantern Corps, where you can have like a cast of different Green Lanterns, all different races, different planets, and things like that, and then they can go off and have a you know a fight with the Yellow Core or something like that. I can say yeah, you can start bringing in the other rings, right? Yeah, no, villains or something. You would have to. I mean, there's no fucking like. How are you gonna make a Green Lantern any kind of Green Lantern movie and not have Sinestro be somewhat a part of it? It's his biggest fucking enemy. Hmm. It would be like doing a Batman movie and not even mentioning the Joker whatsoever. Like. There has to be at least an inkling of, like, yeah, here's the Yellow Lantern or something. Or at least do, like, what they did in the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern, where Sinestro was still a Green Lantern at that point. He hasn't, like, broken ranks and become the Yellow Lantern yet. Oh. Shit like that. Was so. that actually canon at one point in the comics? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. okay. I didn't know if they just did that for the movie. No, no, no. That, that was canon. Green Lantern was, like, one of the greatest... Or, uh, Sinestro was, like, one of the greatest Green Lanterns. Oh, wow. And then he okay. found the Yellow Ring, and he believed that fear was a stronger power than will. Mm-hmm. And so that's why him and... Uh, uh, how Jordan fights so often. Okay. See, I've only ever known him as a villain, so... That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you you get more of that, like, because they, they did a separate runoff of, like, Sinestro's, like, origins and things like that. And it was it was fairly cool. Because hmm. Sinestro has kind of a fun sort of villain thing to him where you almost understand where he's coming from, which I think is always the best thing to do with villains is to give them some kind of a... It, like, let them... Let you kind of identify with them a little bit where you just sort of see where they come like sort of what they did with infinity war with like thanos where you're you're almost rooting for thanos by the end of that film where you're kind of like the dude's got a point maybe we should just let him have these fucking stones and we'll just end this shit yeah although his reason for wanting all the infinity stones in the comics is way better though oh yeah because he wants to bang lady death who also ends up banging deadpool at one point too so yeah a little, a little fun for you have, have you played the uh, Deadpool video game? Uh, no, I haven't. 
Okay, you should play it because at one point you're in an elevator and he's like full bullet holes and shit, and he has like this crazy dream sequence where he slow dances with Lady Death. So it's, it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> nice. All right, so Henry's gone. He's gonna play Geralt, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, a better character than nice. Superman anyway. So. Upgrade. Yeah. Uh, sucks that Affleck's gone, and they're gonna do what they always do. They're gonna go find a fucking young twink and have him play Batman, and mm-hmm. that's gonna suck. And then we're going to do Supergirl. That's what we're hanging our hat on right now. That's going to be the big money maker. Yeah, she's going to, I guess, lead the Justice League is what they're thinking. Don't remember that ever happening in the comics, but no, okay. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. You got to, I don't know. This, that's starting to sound like that fucking crazy like shit that's been going on with a lot of the comics where the diversity shit's kind of mm-hmm. hitting hard. Where, yep. you know, yeah, diversity's good. I have no problem with that at right. all. But when you completely throw out a character... Because you want to appeal to people who have no fucking stake in the character. Yeah. Like, well, we got to put people in who don't care about it. Because the right. fans are going to go see it anyway. I'm like, yeah, but the fans are what's going to keep the series going. Because exactly. people who don't give a fuck aren't going to watch it anyway. And, yeah, I saw an article like, proving that point the other day. That comic sales are way down mm-hmm. since they started doing all this stuff. Because, yeah. Yeah, those people you're trying to appeal to, they don't buy comics. They don't read comics. They're not going to buy comics They're never you going to read exactly. comics. They just want to complain, mm-hmm. just like what everybody wants to do. They just want to bitch. Yeah. So what you need to do is focus on making good stories with good characters. Just write a good story. Don't worry about how many fucking diversity points you can score with what whatever your teammate is and shit like that. Write us a good story. That's what we need. That's what everybody wants. And if you get a good story, then you move on. I mean, fucking the original Green Lantern is gay. And nobody fucking cared. Nobody knew about it forever because we don't read the Green Lantern comics to find out who he's banging. <laughs> we read the Green Lantern comics to watch him be a space cop and fucking take down crime because that's what's fun. And we learn about how willpower and shit like that. <sighs> I don't know. Did you ever play Alan Wake? I did. I loved Alan Wake. It was a great game. I was a huge fan of it. Yeah. So it's becoming a TV show. Oh. Nice. We're, uh, getting ready to... <laughs> complete a few more scripts and then start shopping around doesn't have a network yet but right i could say it definitely becoming a tv show it's a very cinematic type game oh fuck it's incredibly cinematic it's mm-hmm. a great game i loved yeah. alan wake stories would be really good was alan wake based off of the dark side that one uh story that stephen king partially wrote? yeah right. dark half oh, oh dark half mm-hmm. right sorry thank you yeah that's what yeah. i always thought but like nobody ever confirmed that for me so yeah, i wasn't said sure it was a mixture of uh, dark half and then the fact that they were huge uh Twin Peaks and Twilight Zone fans. Yeah, which there was you definitely can see every single one oh, of those. There was definitely game. a fucking twin, uh, twin, Twin Peaks. <laughs> 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 fucking idiot, Twin Peaks. Hey, it's been a few weeks. You know, you're, no. you're easing back into. There it. was for sure a heavy Twin Peaks vibe to that, and then like with the Twilight Zone, where the uh, yeah, it actually did something that I really enjoyed: episodic breaks in the middle of the game of Alan Wake. It was like previously on Alan Wake and shit like that. Like that was always fucking dope. I loved that game actually. I was a huge yeah. fan. TV show, huh? Mm-hmm. Too bad David Duchovny's kind of old because he could play a fucking fantastic Alan Wake. Ooh, yeah, that would be right. Like young Fox Mulder. Like mm-hmm. first three seasons of X Files looks exactly like Alan Wake. Yeah. Then again, David Duchovny has not aged very much, so you could probably still play Alan Wake. Pull up David Duchovny. Look at him right yeah. now. Look, look at what he looks like right now. This dude has not aged hardly at all. Like he's a little bit more gray. Yeah, not that bad. Oh yeah. And that, and that dude's like sixty-seven years old. 
Yeah, this is from the new X-Files season that they just finished. So nice. Yeah. I love X-Files, dude. Yeah, you know I what I found out about X-Files? Because I've been re-watching re- re- it lately. Mm-hmm. That show makes so much more sense when I'm not watching it from behind my couch. <laughs> oh, yeah, you would have been really young when it first came like on. I was like fucking six yeah. when that shit came out. <laughs> probably not appropriate, yeah. No. My dad still let me watch it, mm-hmm. but probably shouldn't have. <laughs> Fox Mulder, he was the man, dude. It's funny, when I was younger, I was a real Fox Mulder, because I believed in everything, and I wanted like the truth. truth. And now I'm a skeptic, so now I'm Scully. Mm. Which is fine with me, because Scully's hotter. So. Yeah. Scully's probably why I have, su- I have such a thing for redheads. When you, th- when you think about it. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Jillian Anderson was fire in the fucking X-Files. And she got hotter every season. You notice that? Like, season one, she's a like a 7, 8 out of 10. Mm. Fucking season 8, she's like an 11 out of 10. That girl gets hotter every fucking season of the X-Files. Oh, shit. That's what me and Emma should do for Halloween next year. Dude. We should do Mulder and Scully. That would be fucking awesome. That would be fun. I'm going to have to talk to her about that. I think yeah. she'd like that. I should probably make her watch the X-Files a little bit and see if she likes it. <laughs> when was this printed? 56 years old today. So he's at least 56, and that's what he looks like. Okay. The fucking dude looks maybe 40. Oh, yeah. David Duchovny's awesome, man. Did you ever watch Californication? No, I didn't. That's a pretty good show. I Is mean, he it's in not. It? Yeah, oh, he's okay. like the main, okay. the main character. I was wondering how he jumped into that one. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have like. I thought it was like something it. related to the X Files, like another no, horror like, movie or horror show. It has nothing show. to do with the X Files whatsoever. Oh, okay. It's not a horror show. No, he's a writer in uh, like L.A. and he's like a sex, like a sex addict and shit like that. Oh, okay. And it's just kind of like like a character piece. But David Duchovny gets to stretch his acting wings a little bit, and he fucking murders that show. That's real fucking good. Hmm. All right, I'll have to look into that. I think you'd like it, and if you don't, there's still a lot like a there's a lot of titties to look at. So it'll yeah. be something. Yeah, you'll do something. Man. Something for everyone. Yeah, I think that's gonna be Halloween next year. Right. In keeping with the horror theme, that'll lead into our next story. Hell yeah! Always horror. Jordan Peele. Oh shit! Did uh, Get Out last year. And his next film looks like he's going to be remaking Clive Barker's Candyman. Oh, shit, That's that's some good classic 90s horror there. That is one of two films that has ever actually scared me. Yeah. Of all the horror movies I've ever watched, only two movies have ever scared me. Nice. It and Candyman. Okay. I think it's a perfect choice. Fuck yeah, that'd be fantastic. I I haven't watched Get Out, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. But, I mean, I like... Jordan Peele. I mean, you know the basic premise of it. Yeah. Like, no, race I... relations in modern day mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So, like, this is kind of a good, uh, another horror movie to jump into because it definitely deals a lot with race. Oh, fuck yeah. The whole backstory of Candyman himself, you know. Oh, man. That'll be awesome. I love Candyman. Like I said, it's fucking one of two movies that'll actually scare me. It's like, I don't, hell, I don't know if I could watch Candyman alone with the lights out. I don't know if I could do it. I did it one time, and it fucking terrified me. It was one of the few films that's ever scared me in my life. I was like 14, home alone, middle of the night. It was like midnight. I was watching on Showtime in my living room. There's no light except for the TV, mm-hmm. and I was fucking horrified. And it was a new feeling for me, because I've been watching like scary movies since I was you know five. Yeah, well, yeah, you just mentioned X-Files. Yeah, exactly. I was watching X-Files at three, <laughs> and... uh like, I was watching scary movies when I was, like, five, and I never really got scared of them because I always knew it was a movie, but Candyman fucking terrified me, dude. It was a great film. That's how you know it's good is when it scares you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one now. It should be a lot of fun. And I like that they're dipping into, like, kind of little lesser-known films for, mm-hmm. like, horror and shit like that as opposed to, like, let's remake Halloween for the 40th time or yeah. 
let's do another Friday the 13th film. Yeah. Where Chucky has been beating that to death. I think they finally killed that one off, though, right? Like we're No, there was another Netflix one just came out last year. There's a Netflix Chucky film? Yeah. How did I not know that? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, I gotta go watch that. I'm gonna go home and watch that right now. It'll be <laughs> awesome. I, I love a good, terrible, scary movie. Yeah. It's my favorite thing, because like, horror films are probably my favorite genre of film. Mm-hmm. And I think I love them so much is because the worse they are, the better they are. You know what I mean? Like, a really shitty horror movie is a lot of fun to watch. Whereas, like, a really shitty action movie... Well, really shitty action movies are fun to watch, too. But a really shitty, like, drama flick or, like, a really shitty romance movie, Mm -hmm. it's just a shitty movie. Yeah. But if you watch a shitty horror movie, you still have a... you, You have a better time watching a shitty horror film than you do having a really good, like, horror film. Yeah, it's about equal, at least, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's... That's what I love about horror films, is that, like, they're always good. No matter what, you're gonna have a good time. Because in the end, it's entertainment. And that's how I look at it. And you just set me up perfectly right there, sir. You want to talk about a shitty action slash, I guess, horror movie? Some of them have been classified as horror. I went and saw the new Predator this weekend. Oh, I saw some of the YouTube ads for that. Oh, God, it is fantastically bad. Yes. Yes. It's Is it a remake or is it like a sequel? No, it's a continuation. All of the other films, I think, really? at some point or another throughout the movie. And Excellent. Yeah, it's... Oh my god, it just... None of it makes sense. <laughs> they, I've actually did a little bit of research and listened to a couple podcasts, and they've talked that there's been... There was like a director's cut. Like the original cut of this movie was like almost three hours long. And then he cuts it down to like an hour 40 and at some point, I don't know if it was because of audience screening or because of studio heads coming down on them, mm-hmm. they reshot the entire third act. Really? The entire finale of the film, they completely reshot it. Oh, I want to watch that director's so cut. So this thing makes no sense. <laughs> they, like, magically warp <clears throat> from one scene to the next. There's no transition. Like, they'll just suddenly appear in a vehicle. You're like, what the fuck? How'd they get in this vehicle? Oh, my God, I can't wait. And just, yeah, there's so many, like... Uh, continuity errors. Right. Yeah, just different outfits completely from one scene to the next, <laughs> from one camera cut to the next. They're in completely different outfits. It's just, oh, man. And it's, I, it kind of sounds like I'm bashing it, but no, I love it for all of this. Fuck I, yeah. I just want people to understand that. I know you understand that, but I'm oh, trying yeah. to explain to the audience that, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed every single second I was in that theater. I was along for the ride. I was trapped in. This was just it's completely entertaining to me. Oh, fuck yeah. See, because that was the big mistake that Predator 2 made. Mm-hmm. Predator 2 took itself seriously. Oh, yeah, way too serious. Or Predator 1, it was shot as, like, a serious film, but the first Predator, they knew what they were doing. I mean, they had fucking Jesse Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger talking to each other, and neither of them can speak fucking English, and it was fucking amazing. <laughs> like, that's where they fucked up on uh, Predator 2. Yeah. They took themselves seriously. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you've got to check this film. Oh, I can't wait. I'll tell you what I want to see. I want to see the fucking director's cut. That three hour long fucking director. That's what I want to see. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I want to watch the director's cut with a director. Ooh. Me and him just like split a joint and he, I just want him to tell me everything he was thinking about doing during that. There and I, I'm sure the whole time I'll just be like, fuck yeah, exactly. That's exactly what you should have done. Why would you cut that out? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, Saturday was an amazing night because went and saw that and then immediately afterwards uh, went to see the midnight show of Mandy. Oh, really? How was that? Oh, my God. That film is perfect, dude. You're going to love it. Yeah, you uh, texted me uh, uh, about that. 
Yeah, I was really hoping you'd be able to feel it good enough to go because it's a NC-17 film. The director refused to cut it down to an yeah. R, so like that means that. it's not going to be in any theaters. So this was like the chance to see it on a big screen. And so it was just amazing. Yeah. And yeah, there was almost a sellout. There was like over 200 people in there. So Fuck that was great. Yeah. Yeah, just seeing a movie like that with a huge audience. But I mean, is it like a slasher flick? Is it so like it's demon a, style? Like, Give me a rundown real okay, quick. Okay, so it's Nicolas Cage. I already love it. Like, as batshit crazy as he can be. You have sold me on this film. In a revenge film, because his wife slash girlfriend, I'm not really sure which one it was, uh, gets, spoiler alert, she gets (laughs) murdered, and so he goes on a, like, a revenge quest to take out this cult of, like, psycho-religious people that killed her. Hell yeah. And, yeah, it just, it is completely bonkers. Uh, the... The guy that came out to introduce the film that runs the the Moolah show, the Late Night Grindhouse, is part of their series. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I think, accurately described it as a two-hour acid trip. <laughs> like, That's fucking fantastic. It's completely beautiful, too. <clears throat> like some of the shots in this movie, like the yeah. cinematographer, is just excellent. Who uh, uh, directed it? Is it like a It's this European guy, kind of Panos guy? Uh, Cosmopolis. He's only done one other film that I've seen and or heard of, and it was uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. I think I've seen that, actually. Yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, uh, and just the, the score, it just perfectly matches the film. Fuck yeah. It, it's like beautiful haunting like strings and stuff to accompany like the hallucinogenic parts of the first mm-hmm. half, and then in the second half when it turns into a revenge flick where Nicolas Cage is just trying to graphically murder everybody, it's, you know, insanely as possible Fuck it basically yes. turns into like a heavy metal music video <laughs> it's just like european death metal and like oh my god it was just oh, that sounds amazing it just it was two hours of perfection basically i, I can't explain I'll be it honest any other you, way you had me at nicholas cage mm-hmm. i'll be 100 percent. that's all i had to say to ringwald to get him to go with me fuck yeah dude nicholas yeah. cage is the man uh-huh. i love nicholas cage yeah both of us basically did the same thing i'm just like i'm not gonna look at any trailers or read any uh, reviews or any of that stuff straight and dry just and go. watch him chew some fucking scenery mm-hmm. hell yeah yeah there's a scene that he does in the bathroom and it just it's nicholas cage turned up to like 42 is it like bad lieutenant level of like fucking craziness beyond that I know it's hard to imagine, but yeah. I'm so bummed that I missed it. Oh my god, dude. I, I gotta check this out with you sometime. I really I want to watch yeah, it with you. I'm really hoping it comes out like on DVD or something. Yeah, so well, it's it. going to. I think it might even be on video on demand coming out this weekend. I think it was just like a one. Oh, really? Yeah, one weekend. Oh, kind of whatever we're theaters sure will see it. And then, yeah. I mean, we we got a fairly decent sized projector here. I yeah. think we can. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll you'll, kill you'll some still, lights and watch you'll it. You'll still here. get a good. Good experience from Fuck it. Yeah, man, yeah. I can't wait. I'll, oh, it'll be so I awesome. I, I got to get your your thoughts on this. I I'm so excited. I just I want to let you loose for like five minutes on a podcast <laughs> someday, and you just just go for it because like give my review of uh-huh. Mandy. Because mm-hmm. I had yeah, no idea Nicholas Cage so was good. in it. I might have uh, toughed it out and gone yeah. and seen it anyway. Yeah, it was it was really cool. I love Nicholas Cage. I remember having to explain to people. Why I love Nicolas Cage? Everybody else wants to shit on Nicolas Cage. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you're fucking wrong. Nicolas Cage is doing exactly what you should do as an actor. Yeah. He's saying yes to just anything that sounds kind of fun. And mm-hmm. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to go fucking nuts with this. I just made $4 million. I'm doing mushrooms with my cat. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, yeah fuck you. 
Exactly. You're goddamn right I want to be Ghost Rider. What are you, fucking high? Give me that role. What's that? You want to do The Wicker Man? Well, guess what? We're going to make sure that it's in memory to Johnny Ramone, and then I'll do it. Also, I get to punch eight women in a bear costume. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fucking sign up. That's the minimum. That's no, no less than hey, eight. Lee. I, I want to fucking dropkick Kathy Bates into a fucking wall. <laughs> then I'll do the movie. Do you want to talk about, like, salary or anything? No. no. I want to dropkick Kathy Bates through a fucking wall. That is my payment. All right, man. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I love Nicholas Cage. Oh, yeah. Here, here's my theory. Nicholas Cage and Keanu Reeves are a split twin yin yang kind of style mm. where keanu reeves is the is the good beautifulness and nicholas cage is the chaos magic style of it and they somehow split in a weird uh fucking uh alistair crowley science lsd experiment and that's we split this being and the chaos side of it was nicholas cage and the order, beautiful, peacefulness side of it was Keanu Reeves, and that's why they're best friends. That's beautiful. Right? Tell me I'm wrong there. I, I think I'm right. Yeah. I'm assuming those two are friends. I can't guarantee that they're friends, but I can almost guarantee that those two are friends. Like, if they're at a bar together, they're both like, what's up, man? You want a beer? Mm-hmm. It's on me. It's on me. They don't even ask. They just come over with the beer. Like, here, you That's probably this. true. Like, yeah. come on, man. Let's have, let's have a beer together. Because <laughs> fucking Keanu's the man, too, by the way. His new film looks really cool. I just saw the trailer for that the other day. Uh, Replicas. Oh, yeah. That does look pretty fucking good. I like anything with Keanu. Yeah. I was so happy with the John Wick movies. Oh, man. They're actually... I like the second one even better than the first. Yeah. I, I agree. I think they're getting progressively better, and I can't wait for the third one. Yeah, they're, they're definitely... It's... Keanu's almost taken the John Wick films as a dare, where he's just like, yeah, no, I can bump that up. Mm-hmm. Watch this. And it's just like, the, the first one, you're like... The fuck, like, they killed this guy's dog, so he killed forty-seven people. Mm-hmm. This is this movie's awesome. He's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, you think that was crazy? Check this shit out. Mm-hmm. And the second one, he's throwing fucking dudes downstairs and snapping legs and shit. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, there's no way we can go crazier. You than get this. to actually see the uh, the pencil. Scene. Oh god, that was so good. That was part of their like promotions for either the first one or the second one. They were like handing out bloodied pencils. Mm-hmm. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. And then the third one, we haven't even seen the movie yet, but they're just throwing out, like, uh, production stills, and he's on, like, a police horse shooting dudes in the head on motorcycles and shit like that. You're just like, fuck it, you win. I'm assuming at the end, the final boss is Nicolas Cage, and then those two form together into the perfect being, and then we all praise that god. I think, yeah, that's... That fucking gan god force that is, you know... That's the, how the end time starts. It's the alpha and the omega. The Cage and the Reeves. <laughs> or the Whoa, Mega. Whoa, Whoa. Mega. Whoa. Whoa. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> I love The Matrix. The first one. The other ones don't exist. No. Sadly, I'm also excited for uh, Keanu and Alex Winter to come back to the Bill and Ted franchise. Well, fuck yeah, what do you mean sadly? Who's not excited for that? I mean, it's been a very, very, very long time. You know I don't, How's I don't know if they can recapture what they had. But they will. It'll okay. be fine. Okay, then I'm good. As long as you're We're confident, good. I'm confident. We're fine. I, I believe in Keanu. I trust Keanu. I think we're fine. And also, if you guys aren't excited for the Bill and Ted, you know what? If you're not a fan of the Bill and Ted franchise, don't listen to this podcast. I don't want to bring you any joy. We just lost two of our six listeners. Good. 
I don't want them on here. Oh, wait, do you, do you know them? No, no, I don't. Okay. I'm just assuming. All right, that's fair. I I I, th- I thought you had like two friends who weren't fans of the Bill and Ted franchise, and I was like, you know what? Bring them on here. I want to just I want to discuss with them. I what mean, is I might, wrong? I don't I don't know. I've never I don't think I've ever talked with most of my friends about Bill and Ted. But... Bill and Ted's fucking fantastic, man. I love those movies. You know what else is a good movie? They both came out before you were born, so that's exciting for me to know that it still holds up for yeah, you. Yeah, a lot of my favorite movies came out before I was fucking born. All right? Get over it. Yeah. Fucking Bullet came out before you were born. It's still it's one, of my, one of my favorite films. Just, Bullet came out before you were born, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it did. That was an inside joke for us guys. It was uh, 1968 was the release year of Bullet. That's why I made that joke. Oh, yeah, we get it. I just wanted to make sure everybody understood. It's been a few podcasts since we've done that. Yeah. I I mean, it's been thought, at least three weeks. I thought we were past it. Made fun of you for being incredibly old. Yeah. So. <laughs> I made it to a midnight show of a two-hour movie and back home from St. Louis, so I'm proud of myself. I'm very proud of you for that. I didn't even take a nap that day. Did you fall asleep during the movie? No. Okay. Nick did. Nick? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he kind of gave a little bit of a snore at one point. He's a good dude, but he's he's I, very nappy. He is. Yeah. And I'll be honest, the first hour is a little slow. <laughs> he leaned over to me at one point. He made a comment that was really funny because his uh, girlfriend or wife, whatever, she'd tell him the story about when she was a child. And she talks like this. <laughs> he leans over and like, can she tell the story any slower? <laughs> and that scene literally goes on for like four minutes. <laughs> With her talking like every 10 to 15 seconds. And like I get it because it's like a traumatic part of her childhood. Mm. She's trying to relive and, you know, deal with. Mm. It sounds like it's like the first time she's telling Nicolas Cage the story. So, you know, she really wants to, you know, get the weight behind it that it had an impact on her life. But, yeah, she doesn't need to emphasize that much. I don't <laughs> that was a weird decision on the director's point. That's fair. Oh, you know what's funny? I forgot to bring up because we jumped through like nine different hoops there. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you were talking about the Predators or whatever, like the newest Predator movie, yeah. we went from Jordan Peele to that. Isn't Keegan Michael Key in the new Predators? Movie? He is. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. We got Keegan Peele together. The best part of the movie, I was well, second best part. Sterling K. Brown's character Ooh. is just top notch. Right on. Like classic 80s villain basically yeah yeah well like, i like heard nothing about that movie and then like i saw an ad for it on youtube like i don't know last week and mm-hmm. it came out friday yeah i was like what the f- what, where the fuck did this movie come from yeah i think i brought it up on one of our first podcasts and you hadn't even heard about it at that point no so, like yeah. yeah it made no sense to me like yeah. and i love the predator yeah well i like the original predator movie <laughs> let's just let, let's, let's <laughs> yeah there. yeah it, it really hasn't had anything since then well, the one Predator video game for the PlayStation 2 was pretty good. Oh, is it? Predator. I've never played a Predator video game. Predator Concrete Jungle. Ooh. It was pretty good. The whole story was that, like, uh, you're a Predator who fails his hunt, and uh, you get, like, banished to the Xenomorph planet for, you know, 300 years or something like that, and then you get put back on Earth 300 years in the future, and because you failed your hunt, they were able to steal a bunch of your technology, and so there's a bunch of, like, uh drug cartels and shit using like uh predator stealth suits and shit like that hmm. so you go back there to start murdering everybody who like has your shit and you like flay them alive and hang them upside down off billboards and stuff it was fucking dope it was a really good game nice. I, I liked it a lot they should fucking totally remake that shit just make it arkham city but you're the predator 
instead of Batman. Like no more, no more killing shit. Opposite. Let's cut some dudes' fucking heads off. You know what else we need? RoboCop. Thank you. That would be great. I love that movie. One of my favorite films of all time. Makes me sad that some people don't don't get it. I've heard people review RoboCop and say that it's too violent and egregious with its violence. And I'm like, yeah. That's the point. It's a fucking spoof movie. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as like people who don't get uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah. That it's like, yeah, they're making fun of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I've seen people tweet about Starship Troopers and be like, this this is a movie for fascists. And I'm like, no, it's a movie making fun of fascists because right. they're fucking idiots. I'm like, how, how did you not get that? <laughs> they're hitting you in the fucking head with it, man. Oh, that's still one of my favorite riff tracks. I went to the Starship oh, yeah. Troopers at, yeah. at Brazil. I think I, remember, I think I was there for that. It was a good one. Did we go to that one together? I don't remember. I kind of remember the Starship we've, Troopers. We've gone one. through this before. There's like concerts and movies that we've been through together, like on purpose. Like we actually drove in the same car together to the show, yeah. and neither one of us really remember the other being there. And it's not like it's drug related, at least not on my part. I mean, maybe like I don't want to speak. No, for I was you, usually sober during. Yeah, that. I mean, I'm, I might have smoked like a joint, but I can handle a joint. Yeah, you've seen me. Yeah, you've seen me high. I'm okay. Really not much different than me being drunk. Not not a whole lot. No. But then again, I'm usually drunk when I get any high, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. There That's you what you shouldn't do. Speaking of kids, <laughs> as a kid, nice. I played a lot of video Fucking games. fantastic. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> One of those games happened to be Final Fantasy. And now, there is a news story from just a couple days ago that several, I'll say classic, but not a... Too far Fair. back. Releases from the Final Fantasy series are going to be coming to both the Switch and Xbox One. Ooh. Which I'm excited for. A lot of these are already released on the PlayStation, so True. I know I'm not going to pique your interest much. I was going to say, I actually own... This is kind of just for me, and I just kind of want to get your I own two opinion. of the ones that they're announcing here. Oh, yeah? Seven and ten. Okay. Yeah, we're getting uh, seven, nine, ten, and twelve. I don't remember playing 12. Yeah, I know. I skipped that one. So, yeah, Final Fantasy, man. I fucking love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I already own, like I said, I own two of the ones that they're releasing already, but... Yeah, this is going to be pretty big time sink for me, because I'm going to jump right back into it, just oh, like I did so back good. in the day, hopefully, yeah. I still own uh, 7 and 8 for the PlayStation 1. It's still at my house. Oh, yeah? So. The actual discs? Oh, yeah. Oh, got, wow. got the whole thing. Wow. Do you have a working PS1? I have a PS2. Oh, okay. So, was it? Oh, okay. You could play it. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. They were backwards compatible. So. Okay. God, I mean, I love it. That's another one. It, it hasn't been remade yet because apparently not a lot of people liked it. But it's one of my favorites, which is Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorites because the story is insane. And I love fucking crazy, insane stories that make no goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. But that's why I love them. <laughs> so, because Seven's almost. Seven's great. Everybody loves Final Fantasy Seven. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a cookie cutter story like yeah, yeah we get it Final Fantasy 8 though is like you're not even 100% if your people are still alive by the end of the film you don't know or by the end of the movie you don't know what you've watched at this point or what's going on like, I love how you said film and I you said corrected film yourself into and movie <laughs> film movie game yeah, you know. to be fair it's very Final cinematic Final Fantasy games are fairly cinematic mm-hmm, for sure there's a reason they're four discs long yeah. and then Final Fantasy 10 is great I mean everybody oh, yeah. loves Final Fantasy 10 mm-hmm. 
was a big fan of that one. Oh, yeah. Tetis. Mm-hmm. That whole uh, sphere grid upgrade system. That's that was one of my favorite level systems. Oh, yeah. That, like, this is the best way to do it, for sure. Oh, yeah. Take anybody down any path you want. I like it. I agree. I love Final Fantasy X. I even kind of liked Final Fantasy X, too, to be honest with you. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a little, like, See, I weird. I played that one, yeah. But it was still pretty good. Let's see. What else we got? Here? Oh, that one is actually coming, too. Oh, 10 and 10 too? Mm-hmm. Nice. 9. Apparently 9 is like a lot of people's favorite. Yeah, where it goes back to like the I don't original. remember playing 9 though. Like I th- I, I'm sure I played it, but it just didn't stick with me that well. I don't think I liked 9 that much. Yeah. I know I never beat it. I don't think I got very far in that one. Because that was also towards the end of the PS1. Yeah, that was like one of the last PS1 games, or mm-hmm. one of the last PS1 Final Fantasy games for sure. Because yeah. 10 was the big one for the PlayStation 2 where everybody got excited. Right. Who's your favorite character in 10? Aron. Yes, Aron. Yeah. I was going to say, it's exactly who it has to be. Aron's yeah. the fucking man. He really is. Oh, God, he's so badass. And he's all, like, fucking half-dead and mm-hmm. shit. And got a giant sword. Just that he's jug. Like, yeah. He gets his fucking jug of sake, or whatever the fuck it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Bushido, man. He was the fucking... He was, he was the tits. Also, what was up with Yuna? How, how come Yuna had nine guardians and every other summoner had, like, two? Do you remember that? That's a good point, yeah. Like, it doesn't really make sense. Was our team that fucking terrible in Final Fantasy X that we had to have fucking eight other people to help us out? Or was I just stupid? I mean, uh, yeah, probably just the way you played. She needed all the help she could get. I mean, I, I had a bigger crush on Riku than I did on Yuna anyway. Oh, did so. you? Fuck yeah. Yeah, the little pixie cut. I can see that. Yeah, the little pixie cut. She's like kind of like badass and punk rock. Mm-hmm. She'd be way better in bed than Yuna would be. Yuna's gonna do missionary with eye contact. Riku's like, comes out of the bathroom with a strap on, like, we're gonna try something different. And you're like, uh, alright, I mean, not gonna say no. This is the future. Or the past. Whatever Final Fantasy takes place in. <laughs> the future past. Yeah. <laughs> the past future. It's like Star Wars. It's technically the future and the past at the yeah. same time. We just touched feet under the table. I didn't know you had... We did. We should put yeah. our tongues in each other's mouth afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next logical step. I have no choice. Uh, I love Final Fantasy. <laughs> That's Way what Final Fantasy back. does to me, man. Oh, okay. It just makes yeah. me want to make out with dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and this is how Japan wins the war. Yep. This is what they did. We dropped two A-bombs on us. They made us all bisexual. <laughs> I don't even know how to bring that one back. I'm just going to stand here in silence for The a bit. best part about that was me getting to watch your reaction to that joke. I'm just like, God damn. Fucking Melcher, you're doing it again. Oh, I'm the worst. Yeah. You know what else was a great JRPG series that was on the PlayStation like era? Go on. Wild Arms. Never played them. Never played them. Wild Arms 3, one of the best ones. It was kind of similar to uh, Final Fantasy. Kind of had like a similar turn-based uh, strategy to it. It was, you know, it was the JRPG anime story that I like and nobody else does. Mm-hmm. But it was like kind of steampunk old west and everybody's got like pistols and shit and it was like fucking cool. Hmm. It was a lot All of fun. Right. It was good. It was good shit, man. Did you have like cybernetic arms? Why, why were they wild? I don't know. It was just called wild. I'm not Japanese. I don't know why they called it that. Get mad at me. I just like the game. I had need to though. You're the only one here. <laughs> you know what else was good? That I'm sure you didn't play because I'm th- almost positive I'm the only one who played this fucking game. Shadow Hearts. Oh no, I played that. Did you play Shadow Hearts? Yeah. Oh, 
how I had to get a strategy guide because it was fucking difficult. It was a very hard game, but it was fucking awesome. It was really good. They have yet to re-release that for the PlayStation. So, oh, really? Yeah, because I really want to play it. Wow. Yeah, I figured they would have by now. I never played the second one, though. Oh, I didn't even know there was a second one. Yeah, Shadow Hearts 2. It was okay. Like, I played, like, 15 minutes of it, and I just didn't like it as much as the first one. Because the first one was fucking dope. Oh, yeah. Fucking Yuri. I forget his last name. Some kind of weird Russian one. But yeah. he was, like, and he could turn into, like, beasts and shit. Oh, fucking Shadow Hearts was the tits. Oh, yeah. It was JRPG and goth. It made all the fucking boys go to the yard mm-hmm. <laughs> since we're reflecting on uh playstation rpgs uh i'm gonna throw out parasite eve parasite eve was very good i like that I, one a lot i too. really love that combat system that's it, it was very i've diff- never seen like, that yeah yeah fact, no still one's ever done anything like that no yeah. it was a lot of fun yeah you run up and you got the little sphere like <laughs> appears around mm-hmm. and, like shows your your distance and yeah yeah, yeah. Constantly reloading different guns, and you have to swap out guns and like modify them with different stocks and magazines and oh, stuff. Fuck and yeah, dude! Yeah, Parasite Eve uh, was fucking top. It actually came out my freshman year of high school, and I'd taken biology and learned about like cells and stuff. So I was like, I know all about this stuff. <laughs> this like, all makes sense. Yeah, the mitochondria. Yeah, <laughs> it's the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> it really is. I'm like, mom, I'm doing homework. I can't put this game down. This makes sense, mom. Yeah. What was the other one, uh, the dinosaur one, that was kind of similar to Parasite Eve? And, like, it was, like, Resident Evil oh, kind of uh, style. Oh, Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis, thank you. Yeah, that that one was a lot of fun, too. Oh, yeah, okay. I never played it, but I remember hearing about it. They made, uh, like, three or four of them. Yeah, yeah, they did. I, I don't remember liking the first one. I don't think I played any of the other ones. But okay. the first one was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then there was also the best turn-based RPG, or turn-based JRPG of the PlayStation 1 era. Legends of Dragoon. Yes. Have you played that one? I have. I beat that one. Oh, and that one too. Nice. Yeah. It's one of my favorite ones. That had a great combat system in it too, because you oh, had yeah. like the fucking uh, the, the timing. You had to... The additions is, mm-hmm. is what it was called. The additions. You can get bonus like critical hits. As and they shit all like swirl that. into the screen yeah. and hit it at the right mm-hmm. time. Fucking burning rush and volcano and shit. <laughs> and dart. Yeah. No, I remember them. Oh, What's yeah. up? Mm-hmm. Spinning cane. That was uh, uh, the green guy. Uh, dart. No, it was Lavitz ri- at first, and then Lavitz gets killed at disc two, and then King Albert becomes Lavitz, and he has like all of his same fucking abilities and shit like that, which always pissed me off because I like Lavitz way better than I like fucking King Albert. Fuck him. Lavitz was my bro. We were hanging out. We were dog. Like he was my dog. Yeah. And then Rose, the one chick in the black, she was mm-hmm. a black dragon. Yeah. She was hot. And there's the. Uh... Great big giant dude that you'd find his, like, almost towards the end of the game. Yeah. You had to find, like, some secret storyline to get his. It was his... the Earth Dragoon. Yeah. Yeah. It was yellow. I forget his name off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, I do too. But, yeah. But... It was the yellow. It was yeah. the Earth Dragoon. And Dart was fire. Mm-hmm. Rose was blackness, because that counted as an element at that time. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, fucking Dart's girlfriend. Yeah, was the girl with bow and arrow, right? Yeah. yeah. She was a healer, though. She was a fucking fantastic healer. I loved it. That game was cool. How come they we haven't like remade that or made a sequel to that or something like I don't that? Know. Who did that? Was that Square also? Mm-hmm. Was it? Oh yeah, that was Squaresoft. Or Square Enix, one of the two. Well, Squaresoft back then probably. Yeah, yeah. it probably was Squaresoft back then. Um, I don't think they merged with Enix until the two thousands. Yeah, that one was fucking great. I'm also thinking about Parasite Eve still. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to play. They that made game a sequel again. to that too, I think, but I don't. I, I never. I think you're right. It was yeah. like they didn't make very many of them. I don't think it was one of those. It was like really hard to find. Mm-hmm. I think a buddy of mine, 
He might actually be listening to Chili. He, uh, he's got like tons of games. I think he might have it. I'm going to have to go borrow from him sometime. Fuck yeah, dude. We're going to put that on Twitch. Ooh. Start playing Parasite Eve together. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like one of us will hold the controller, the only yeah. one can just talk, and we'll just fucking watch Parasite Eve. That's like one of those games where I could go through and like pull it up on YouTube, like pull a playthrough of it up silently where nobody else talks where i just watch the game happen and i'd probably be fully entertained the whole time just transfixed yeah it was just a fucking great story and shit like it was really cool mm-hmm. it was like resident evil style it was awesome oh yeah some of those monsters are really cool fuck yeah dude parasite Eve was the fucking the bomb tits it was fantastic <laughs> as i always say fantastic <laughs> <laughs> well i think that's well no i did have one more topic oh you know yeah, yeah. So, uh, how about that fantasy football team? Oof. Mine is, uh... We are a little bit of a opposite, kind of like polar opposites here. Oh, have you not lost yet? I have not. I'm actually in first place with the most points in the league. <sighs> I am 0-2. Uh-huh. I have consistently, uh, the last two weeks... Yep, there I am, right there. Two losses. Made three moves. Mm-hmm. Hasn't helped at all. Yeah. I have consistently, um, fucking Emma is 2-0 too, by the way. Yeah. Fucking her first time playing fantasy, and she's yeah, nice. undefeated. I'm going to go home and murder her. Yeah, as you mentioned, this, this is the big matchup yeah, this week. Yeah, and that's who I'm playing. I'm a fucking playing apart. God damn it. Fucking consistently through this, the last two weeks, I have, of my projected scores that I'm supposed to get, mm-hmm. I've scored at least under 30 or 40 of what I'm supposed to have. Wow. So That would not help you this week because you are predicted to lose by 20. Yeah, no, I'll probably win this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, I don't get it, man. I drafted well. I did all the, uh, I did all the things I was supposed to do. And I am fucking losing hard. I just don't get it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Fucking Ruben is hard on this motherfucker. Are you looking at this? Yeah. Commish updates. What a dick. I hope he loses everything. Oh, yeah, there's my PSA that I put when we first started the, uh, <laughs> we first started the league. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I used to, you know what? I think I figured it out. Oh, yeah. This is the first, uh, season of fantasy football that I have not taken Tom Brady in my first pick. That's what I think it is. Because I used to be good at fantasy football. Mm-hmm. And I've always taken Tom Brady as my first pick. Didn't do it this year. You know what? He he had a rough game last week, too. How dare you? He was fine. Was he? Yes. He's the best. He's the greatest of all time. He's Tom Brady. Why'd you guys lose, then? Because it was 110 degrees, and we're from the north. We're, we're men of the north. We're not ready to fight down in Dorne. <laughs> nice save. Thank you. No, although, you gotta admit, I was fully expecting <clears throat> Belichick to still be wearing a hoodie. Just to, like, fuck with people's heads. Yeah, just have a hoodie. Just cut, like, the whole sleeve off instead of, like, the quarter sleeve that he usually cuts off. Mm-hmm. Just cut the whole thing off and just stand there. And just, just, just sweat. Read your fucking mind. Yeah. That's a, Hey, man. Here's what I said. Because I got a lot of messages. I usually get a lot of messages after the Patriots lose from a lot of our friends. Because mm-hmm. they all like to make fun of me because I'm a Patriots fan. So I got a lot of messages after Sunday of, what happened to the Patriots? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. The last six years, we have lost fairly early into the season the last six years we've gone to the super bowl five times so i'm kind of okay with it especially because we just got josh gordon from the cleveland browns who was a fantastic receiver yeah for a fifth round pick 
fifth round pick that if he doesn't play ten games, it's now a seventh round pick. Oh really? Yeah, it's oh. it's conditional. I didn't see that because Belichick is the fucking dark lord and he controls the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like three days before that, the Browns are like, "We will not trade him to the AFC. Well, he's going to be NFC bound if we mm-hmm. trade him at all." Yeah, that's what they said. Which I got excited because the Panthers could definitely use him. Fuck yeah, anybody could use him. Josh Gordon's a fucking fantastic receiver. Yeah, but Bill Belichick is the dark lord, and uh, it's not what he wanted. He's 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 Darth Sidious. Fucking Tom Brady is uh, Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robert Kraft is just the dark side of the force. He just embodies that. <laughs> We're the villains, and I love it. I love being hated on. I feed off it. Gillette Stadium is your Death Star? Yeah. Yeah. Only there's no fucking weaknesses there. All those portholes are closed, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of closing, we should probably close this up. You want to close that? Yeah, yeah. We, we did a little bit extra. That was my last topic. So. That was it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else either, to be honest with you. So, okay. that's cool. I'm well, glad you're feeling better, buddy. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You did have it. me worried. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Sorry to all my other friends who I didn't tell I was in the hospital. I apologize for that, but I'm totally fine, guys. Don't worry about it. I'm already back to drinking. We're all set. Nothing to worry about. Except this is where I expose to everybody that I've actually been talking to an AI replica of Zach this entire time. He's just, actually still in the hospital, and we all need to pray for him. You just poured a bunch of Jameson and then watched the Boondock Saints 70 times in, in a row. No, and, see, that's, I, and that's I, I how the AI a, was I bought built. an Alexa, and then I just yeah dumped a bunch of uh, alcohol into it. You, you poured Jameson, and then you made it watch both the Boondock Saints movies 40 times in a row, and that just created my... Uh, that's your Matrix. But yeah, no, I'm totally fine. I uh, appreciate all the good thoughts, but nothing to worry about. We're going to be back to recording every week now. So, And I'm happy to be back, man. Right. I'm happy to be uh, casting some pods again Nice with my with my best buddy, huh? with my Garrus. That's me. That is you. I love you, pal. Love you too, buddy. All right, man. You ready to go? Yeah. Let's wrap uh, it up for us. Yeah, let's do our plugs real quick. All right. As always, guys, uh, thank you for listening. We are on... God, we're on like Spotify and like yeah. five or six other Stitcher places. Stitcher, a lot of them. Google Play. Haven't gotten the iTunes yet. We're gonna get there one of these days. It's, we're gonna climb that mountain. It's our holy grail. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get, get there. there. But as always, follow us on Twitter at um, at the a number two z show. Also follow me on Twitter at Melch Knows Best M E L C H Knows Best, and then uh, follow Andrew at Big Guy ACV. Right, ACV. Yeah. Air conditioned vaginas. That's it. <laughs> and uh, as always, guys, send us any kind of uh, topics you want us to talk about or anything fun like that. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, we love you as always. Thanks for listening. And uh, fucking don't let the man get you down. Stay black out there. Do I have to edit that out? No. Oh. You better not. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Take it easy.